The views and opinions expressed in the following paid program are those of the host, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this station, its management, or owners. I'm an American soldier, an American, beside my brothers and my sisters, I will proudly take a stand, when liberty's in jeopardy, I will always do what's right, I'm out here front lines sleep in peace tonight American soldier I'm an American soldier time to have a conversation about the things that matter to you including the direction of our country this is conversations with Rodney Ferguson brought to you by crushed red on the big 550 KTRS Welcome to Conversations with Rod Ferguson, KTRS, and the Big 550. Thanks for joining us. I'd like to open with prayer as we thank the Lord for everything that he's given us. Thank you. And be with us as we go through 2024. We don't know what's out there. We don't know if we're granted tomorrow. We don't know if we're granted our next breath. Only you give us that. And if we... Forget it. You're quick to remind us about it. Help us keep our priorities in order. Thank you for watching over us and our friends and our family and our coworkers. Be with us as we go into this new year and you give us a second set of downs. For it's in your name we pray. Amen. So there's a lot of different things going on right now out in the market. I'd like to talk about what's happening in Europe first. Europe, as we know it, is disappearing, and America is next. And what I mean by that, if you've been paying attention to the news, there was a demonstration in Stockholm, Sweden, yesterday, and an untold number of people were marching in the streets. And I don't mean a few people. I don't mean people that are shown over and over to make the crowds look bigger like some of the rallies that the current administration has. I'm talking about a way of life over in Europe that is changing. And this all has to do and is tied back with our border crisis which we've recently talked about and which is in the news every day. But Europe, as we know it, is disappearing. Europe is a culmination of a lot of different countries and nations. But it's changing. And all you have to do is look at the occupants. Look at the makeup of the ethnicity of the people in these rallies and there is a disproportionate amount of them that are not European or European residents. And it's starting to come to America as we know and have discussed recently across our southern border. They're coming from over 70 different nations 
This is not a Mexican problem. And the sooner you believe that, the sooner you'll come into reality with the rest of us. America is next in this disappearing venue. And if you don't believe it, go stand on a subway platform in New York and look around at your fellow travelers. Look at what they're wearing. Look at their ethnicity. Look at what language they're speaking. And I would beg to say, we, we are the minority. Now, there are cities in Texas that if you closed your eyes and opened them and walked down the streets, you would swear you were in Mexico. All the signage is in Mexican. All the language is Mexican. All the stores are Mexican. All the people are Mexican. We are the minority, and this is gaining speed. For those that look at statistics, a white American couple is having 0.5 babies and they're having them later in life, if at all. While if you look at the Arab countries and look at the Mexican community, you'll see they're having four, five, six children per family. It doesn't take a mathematician to put this together over a period of time where they are greater and we are fewer. And just for those that are starting to think I'm going down some kind of road of prejudice, I'm not. I'm a Marine, retired. In a service, we were all green. We came from every background, every cultural environment, every ethnicity, every part of the country. And we all had to come together and work together and put our lives in other hands and do the same for them. America is disappearing as we know it. I want to take a pause and plug in something I haven't done before and put in the joke of the day. The joke of the day. A man, his wife, and his mother-in-law were traveling to the Holy Land. And they spent almost a month exploring things they'd only read about all their lives. The mother-in-law, over the course of the 30 days, unfortunately, contracted an illness overseas and passed away. When they met with the funeral director in the United States, the man was told that it was going to cost $5,000 to ship his mother-in-law home and have her buried. While in the Holy Land, they understood his problem and said, 
you don't have to ship your mother-in-law home. You can have her laid to rest here in the Holy Land for $150. The man thought. He talked to his wife. And they made a decision. They came back to the director and said, we've decided that we're going to spend the $5,000 and ship our mother-in-law home. And surprising to the gentleman that said, you could keep your mother-in-law here, bury her in the Holy Land for $150. Why in the world would you ship your mother-in-law all the way back overseas and spend $5,000. He said, well, you know, 2,000 years ago, on the third day, there was a resurrection, and I just cannot take that chance. That was the joke of the day. Oh, boy. I don't know if there'll be another joke of the day, but that's the one I got. So this falls under the water that we drink. Previously, I talked about the kidney belt and tried to educate everybody regarding the kidney belt. This one is a little different. This one goes out to everyone that drinks bottled water. They have traced the plastic that is inside the water bottles that we drink. And I have several friends that that's the only water they consume is coming out of a plastic bottle. You see all the different uh, types of tumblers and water containers and people that are extremely healthy and those that want to be carrying around water everywhere they go in plastic containers. The scientists that have been on the radio lately have talked about the toxic drinking water that is in these plastic bottles. And I'm not getting into the parts per million and all that fun stuff. But some of the advertisers out there have got onto this. And that's why they're coming out with glass containers. And right next to a lot of the popular plastic containers are glass containers, which don't break down over time per the scientists that have done the research and don't get into the water itself and that we ingest without even knowing it. I first got an inkling of this when I pulled up to a gas station and all the bottled water was right next to the antifreeze and the firewood. Outside in the sun for 
who knows how long. There is also a class action lawsuit that has become highly visible in the Marine Corps community. I'm sure you've seen it on TV because they've blasted it all over the airwaves. And it has to do with Camp Lejeune, Marine Corps base in the Carolinas for the toxic drinking water that was there, they say, from the 80s to the 2000s. And it states that if you were stationed at Camp Pendleton Marine Corps Base and were subject to the drinking water there, which everyone was that was on that base, that you may be able to participate in this class action lawsuit. Now, we all know the home of the class action lawsuit started in Illinois from our past president, Mr. Obama's great state. There are more class action suits coming out of Illinois than all the other states combined. Check it out if you don't believe me. So now we got to worry about drinking water. I've told you about the kidney belt. And now you're armed with the problem of plastic bottles deteriorating into the water that's in the bottles that you're ingesting. I really don't have a good answer for those of us that drink a lot of water a day. But at a minimum, I think I'm going to glass bottles. This is Rod Ferguson on Conversations. KTRS at the Big 550. Oh, brought to you courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Now back to Conversations with Rodney Ferguson. Brought to you by Crushed Red on the Big 550 KTRS. Lately, you may have heard about a Boeing aircraft incident in midair where in between beverages and bathroom runs, the cabin door of the Boeing blew off and flew into the sky. I'd never heard of this happening. I've been traveling most of my 62 years. I've never heard of this happening. But the cabin door literally just blew right out of the aircraft. And Boeing then immediately grounded all of those aircraft with that nomenclature and are taking them through extensive tests to find out what happened. And yesterday they did admit that they were at fault for a faulty mechanism on that door. So of course we got to ground all that nomenclature and go through it all to make sure it doesn't happen again. Times that we lived in. Amazon recently announced layoffs for the first time in a long time. Massive layoffs. Now, if you followed Amazon and their growth trajectory, it's been amazing what kind of growth they've had over the last 10, 15 years. 
And now all of a sudden, they're having massive layoffs. This is something to pay attention to and to see if the other big tech companies are going to follow suit. Because at the end of the day, some would say it's about the stock price and it's about the number of shares that are out there in the hands of those of us that invest in Amazon. I want to talk a few minutes about the migrant crisis in our country, specifically the schools. In New York City, the children of a certain school district have been told to stay home. so that the migrants' children can come into the school and take their place. This is true. So they're telling the regular school students to stay at home. Quarantine is another word. Things we did during COVID that set the elementary and middle school communities back a year or two in their education, they've been told to stay at home. While the migrant children are coming in and taking their place. I I wouldn't believe this if I hadn't heard it and seen it. It's absolutely amazing to me that the James Madison High School in Brooklyn, New York, knowing the kids are already behind because of COVID, they're taking these city schools that are usually used during emergency purposes, and they're using them for migrant children that are coming into the country illegally and putting them in these schools. And the hierarchies at the James Madison High School in New York City has said, yes, the kids are going to have to go back to remote learning. We just don't have enough seats. Which just begs the question, who are those seats originally for anyway? We did remote learning during COVID. And it's not that we were given a choice. The learning loss for these children during the COVID period will never be able to be calculated because every year builds on its previous year. And since there's only 12 years to make this happen before they're sent out into the world, the learning loss will never be calculated, really until they're competing against others that did not have that learning loss. So our answer in New York City, especially at the James Madison High School in Brooklyn, is to then move those students back to their homes for remote learning 
and bring the migrant kids into their chairs, into their teachers, and the teachers have said no. And now there's this big uproar, and there'll probably be lawsuits filed, filed and flying around, while these students with current learning losses are doing remote learning like they did during COVID because of the border crisis. This is just another area that this border policy of our current administration is affecting indirectly. This is conversations. For all of you that have seen the Joker and as disturbing as the movie was, the acting ability was amazing and warrants, in my opinion, awards, even though it was extremely disturbing to watch. Well, we just had a real live version of that happen recently within the last week. A militant group went into an on-set live broadcast on air and hijacked it in London. And they filmed it and kept the cameras rolling while it happened, showing grenades, showing zip ties on wrists, and showing mass thugs because they're too cowardly to show their faces for what they believe in. That's my military background coming out. But it's playing out, not in Hollywood. It's playing out live on a real-life live broadcast in London, England. And for those of you that got to see it, they hit the AP wire and it was shown all over the world just to make sure we give them all the credibility they need to have. That was being said facetiously. That we're going to give them airtime to do that and then show that on the APR. Unbelievable. This is Conversations with Rod First and KTRS and the Big 550. For all of you that have seen The Joker and as disturbing as the movie was, the acting ability was amazing and warrants, in my opinion, awards, even though it was extremely disturbing to watch. Well, we just had a real live version of that happen recently within the last week. A militant group went into an on-set live broadcast on air and hijacked it in London. And they filmed it and kept the cameras rolling while it happened, showing grenades, showing zip ties on wrists, and showing mass thugs because they're too cowardly to show their faces for what they believe in. That's my 
military background coming out. But it's playing out, not in Hollywood. It's playing out live on a real-life live broadcast in London, England. And for those of you that got to see it, they hit the AP wire, and it was shown all over the world just to make sure we give them all the credibility they need to have. That was being said facetiously. That we're going to give them airtime to do that and then show that on the AP wire. Unbelievable. This is Conversations with Rod Furst and KTRS and the Big 550. This is Conversations with Rodney Ferguson, native St. Louisan, Marine Corps veteran and local business owner. Brought to you by Crushed Red on the Big 550. KTRS. So back to the market for a few minutes in the wonderful world of cryptocurrency. There's a phrase that's being battered about called the normalizing of cryptocurrency. Now, if we think about that just for a minute, the normalization of cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency, as we know, is not backed by anything. It's not backed by a gold standard. It's not backed by real estate. It's not backed by anything. But if you'll take cryptocurrency for goods and services, it really doesn't matter. And there are professional athletes that want to only be paid in cryptocurrency. There are machines in the airports that will only give you goods and services if you pay in cryptocurrency. There is a Visa card out there being, and I won't name the bank, but is being advertised that they pay all their rewards, their 2%, 3% cash back, this back, that back, in cryptocurrency. And for those of you that have been paying attention, the SEC just approved 11 spot Bitcoin ETFs recently. And you know what it did to the Bitcoin market? It went down. (laughs) It went down. Every one of the 11 spot Bitcoin ETFs lost money. Over the last two days, there was a $1,000 drop in the cryptocurrency if you're looking at Bitcoin. So it begs the question, why? Well, the whole premise of cryptocurrency is that it's unregulated. That's why everybody likes it. It's not backed by anything, but it's not regulated by anybody. It's not regulated by the bank. The Fed isn't involved in it. So what does our powers at B do? They go in and the SEC approves the ETFs, exchange-traded funds, 11 times. And they all fell on the news. 
because that's not the definition of normalization of crypto. That may be the government's regular government's idea of normalization of crypto. But for the founders, they wanted un- unregulated. So what's the major problem with unregulated currency of which the SEC is in charge of? It's hackable. It's hackable. I mean, they say anything can be hacked. Well, if you're putting your dollars and cents in cryptocurrency and you're not extremely mindful of the protection elements in cryptocurrency, you are a prime candidate to be hacked and lose it all. And I'm speaking from experience. I had my grandchildren's money in cryptocurrency when it first came out. I just thought in the future, they got their whole lives ahead of them. This crypto thing will happen or it won't. I put 5% of the portfolio in cryptocurrency. I put it in the number one exchange that's out there, Coinbase. It got hacked, and it was gone overnight. Every dollar. I went to Coinbase. Coinbase said, I'm sorry that happened. I had had LifeLock. For those of you that are familiar with LifeLock and the Norton antivirus software company that bought them, been a LifeLock member for 12 years, paid my premiums for 12 years for their million dollars if I was ever hacked. And I was. So I went back to them and I said, thank God I've got LifeLock. And they said, I'm so sorry that you didn't read page 36 of the prospectus. Because page 36 of the prospectus says, we don't cover cryptocurrency. And I said, cryptocurrency wasn't even around 12 years ago when I was paying these premiums. Yeah, it was an addendum that was sent to you in the mail. And I lost it all and had no insurance. So... Back to the normalization of cryptocurrency. Is there such a thing as normalization? To the SEC, that means it falls under their purview and they can regulate it. But if you know anything about cryptocurrency, you know it was built on not being regulated. This is Conversations with Rob Ferguson. KTRS and the Big Five Fifty. You may or may not agree with him, but he's always insightful and entertaining. Conversations with Rodney Ferguson returns. Brought to you by Crushed Red on the Big 550 KTRS. So 
So you can't turn on any news media right now without seeing Hunter Biden's face out there. And I will tell you, I really don't understand this. Hunter and all the issues that he has, and we all have issues, and we've all had issues, and we're going to have more issues in the future. Things like his laptop. I don't know how it got there. I don't know how they got it, and I don't know what's in it. His father being referenced as the big guy on all these different monies that are going back and forth from China and Russia and wherever. Him being charged with contempt of Congress and then not even showing up for the hearing. And then when he does show up, it's more of a diatribe on what he wants to read. But you can't turn on the news without hearing about Hunter Biden and the family and everything that they're doing and all this fun stuff. And and I don't get it. And here's why. Because at the end of the day, his father is the president of the United States. And we know one power that the president has. And he can commute sentences and give immunity. So I just don't get it. If Hunter came clean on everything he's ever done or ever thought of doing, his dad's just going to pardon him and make it all go away. So why are we spending all this time and energy and money and publicity on something that is going to be erased with the stroke of a pen? I just don't get it. I got friends of mine that follow the political sphere, and it drives them crazy. They turn colors talking about it. But at the end of the day, it can be wiped away of one of the gazillion pardons that he's going to sign when he leaves office. So I think we should move on to things that are a little more pressing, like the inflation that they keep telling us doesn't exist. Now, yesterday, they actually came out and said, we got the numbers in for December, and inflation actually went up. Well, no kidding. Was this a surprise to anybody that has pulled up to a gas pump? Anybody that's walked into a grocery store? Anybody that's drove through a fast food restaurant. My wife likes Coca-Cola at McDonald's. For some reason, they've got this thing down to a science. The syrup is perfect mixture with the seltzer and the water. And for 89 cents, you could, back in the day, which was, what, a year ago, Get one large for 89 cents. That same exact order today costs you $1.79. And even though I'm a Limburg graduate, I can do the math on that, and that's more than 8%. I mean, that's running around 40, 45% and pushing 50% inflation. We've looked at what houses cost what fuel costs, what individual food products cost, 
and it's a lot more than the 6% that they say is going down to 4 after the election. And that it's been two forever. Those of us that have been buying goods and services for any period of time knows it's all a bunch of, to use Joe Biden's words, malarkey. I call it something else. But if we don't get a handle on inflation and taxes in this country, we as I said when I opened the segment, are going by the way of Europe. 35 40% tax brackets on everything. Everything. I could make a really good case that the middle and upper class are paying more than that now. If you add the fuel taxes, the food taxes, the mall taxes, the federal taxes, the sales taxes, the city taxes, the taxes on hotels, restaurants, and I could go on and on on airline tickets. Just look at your last airline ticket and look how many taxes are taxed. You add all that up, it's more than 50%. We have an inflation problem in this country. We have a tax problem in this country. And if it doesn't get solved, it's going to continue to deteriorate those of us on fixed income, those are on fixed income, and those that have salary jobs and bonuses are going to disappear from pure inflation and taxes alone. Give me your thoughts on this on our text line, KTRS, the big 550. This is Conversations. The views and opinions expressed in the preceding paid program are those of the host, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this station, its management, or owners.